Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 2, Sons and Daughters. Twenty generations from Adam, we meet Abram. Abram leaves his home for a new life and land which God has promised him. God tells Abram that through his descendants, all the people on earth will be blessed. But there is one glaring problem. Abram and his wife Sarai are childless, and they are now in their 70s and 80s. Episode 3. Sons of God and Sons of Men God tells Abram that he brought him out of Ur in Mesopotamia, and he will give him the land of Canaan. He asks Abram to sacrifice five animals, a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a dove, and a young pigeon. He asks him to cut them in two, to divide them, and place them opposite each other. All day, Abram fights off birds trying to eat the flesh, and at sunset, he falls asleep. While Abram sleeps, God shows him in a dream that his descendants will be slaves. God says he will give Abram's descendants a homeland, Canaan, but not for 400 years. Until the people living there in the land, the Amorites, Ham's descendants, have become so wicked that they must be punished. After sunset, God seals his covenant, his unbreakable promise, with Abram. He sends a smoking firepot and a flaming torch, which pass through the animal flesh. Abram and Sarai have been living in Canaan for over 10 years and they still have no heir. Now Sarai suggests Abram sleeps with her Egyptian slave girl, Hagar, meaning flight or stranger. Abram does. But when Hagar becomes pregnant, rivalry develops between the women. So Hagar runs away to the desert. Here in the desert, an angel finds her at a spring and tells her that she's carrying a son and his name is to be called Ishmael, meaning God has heard. The angel says that she must return to her mistress and submit to her authority. God tells Hagar that he will increase her descendants so that there will be too many to count. He says that Ishmael will live his life at odds with his kinsmen and his hand will be against everyone. So Hagar names God, God of the seeing, because she sees the one who sees her and she has stayed alive. She returns to Sarai, and at the age of 86, Abram's first son is born. Abram and Sarai have an heir. But when Abram is 99 years old, God appears, saying he will give Abram many descendants. The promise is sealed with sacrifice, and God asks Abram to cut off some of his male flesh as a sign. Abram makes an intimate change, removing his foreskin circumcision, and the foreskins of the males in his household. His son is now 13 years old, and Ishmael is circumcised too. Then God makes a public change to Abraham's name. He calls him Abraham, meaning father of many. God also renames Sarai, Sarah. Both names now have the Hebrew letter He within them, representing God's spirit, his breath. Together, God says that the couple will have a son. But Abraham asks why Ishmael can't be his heir. God promises to bless Ishmael, but says that a different nation will grow through his bloodline. The child God promises will be born from Sarah. 
Abraham laughs when he hears the promise. Now Abraham welcomes three men. He provides water to wash their feet, kills a calf and prepares a meal of bread and meat for them. Over dinner, one man tells him that in nine months' time, Sarah will have a child. She is behind a wall in the tent and hears, and she laughs within herself, thinking, how could this be possible? Then two of the men leave for Sodom, Lot's hometown, while one man, described as God, remains. God tells Abraham his plan and says he's going to destroy Sodom because its people are wicked. Abraham asks God to spare the city if just ten innocent people are there. God agrees and leaves. The two strangers now arrive in Sodom. They're described as angels. Lot meets them and invites them to stay at his home, but local men turn up and demand the men come out into the street so that they may sleep with them. But instead, Lot offers them his virgin daughters. The situation turns nasty, so the angels calm things down by striking the men with blindness. Then the angels tell Lot that he and his family must leave because they are going to destroy Sodom. Lot warns his daughter's fiancés, but they don't believe him. And so the family of four flee alone. They are told not to look back at Sodom, but Lot's wife does and is turned into a pillar of salt. Now alone, Lot's daughters fear that they will never find husbands, so they get their father drunk and sleep with him. The eldest daughter has a son named Moab, meaning from my father, and the youngest daughter has a son named Benami, an Ammonite, meaning son of my relative. The desire for an heir and to leave a legacy is the driving factor in the Bible story. People will go to any length to bear children. God has made a promise that seems laughable. Could it possibly come true? You can read the Bible story in the books of Genesis, meaning beginnings, chapters 16 through to 22. In the cultural context of the Bible stories, firstborn sons were the favoured inheritors from the previous generation, and virgin daughters demonstrated a family's integrity and moral value, which also held a value in terms of a bride price, a dowry of great monetary value. The Bible can be viewed as God's ongoing love story. It starts with him creating all things to live first in relationship with him and then each other. Conflict arises when people choose not to engage with him. Each person's choice is the same, whether to realize their creator is love and surrender to him in love or to reject him. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.